everyone, it is Delancey and you are listening to The Nutrition Nerd. Today we're going to be getting into dietary supplements and breaking down the different types of supplements you can find on the market. I do this episode because I often hear the umbrella term thrown around quite a bit and I think some people become confused over what exactly constitutes as a supplement. Additionally, supplements are not as heavily regulated as pharmaceuticals or food items in terms of safety or efficacy, so I think it's important to know the difference. The legal definition of a dietary supplement is super broad, but you can divide supplements into three subcategories, vitamins, minerals, and amino acids, botanicals, and herbals. Vitamins, minerals, and amino acid supplements are probably the first examples that come to mind when someone mentions the word supplement. These are nutrients found in food. Most have a dietary reference intake or DRI associated with them, which is an established standard for how much an average healthy individual needs of that particular nutrient. It's easy to tell if you're deficient as well as how much you should be supplementing. Most people out there are probably taking a daily multivitamin, maybe a prenatal vitamin, an iron supplement, maybe some vitamin D3 drops. Those all fall into this category. Botanicals, on the other hand, are typically compounds that have been extracted from foods and then concentrated down into either a liquid or solid form. They may impart these same health benefits as the foods they come from, even though they are a much more concentrated dose. Popular botanical supplements include garlic and soy supplements. This is ultimately pretty murky territory. Botanicals are hard to study, and current research surrounding them is rather conflicting. And finally, we have herbal supplements. They have become so popular in the United States, especially in the last decade. Some examples would be St. John's wort and ginseng. Herbal supplements are mostly used as a form of alternative medicine. And technically, by federal law, no supplement can claim to treat, prevent, or cure a disease. But with herbal supplements, such effects are usually implied through their clever marketing. The bottom line here, like I said earlier, is to be wary of supplements, no matter what form they come in. Because sometimes they can be a great addition to a healthy lifestyle, but they can also be huge money wasters, if not a little dangerous. For that reason, always be a mindful consumer when buying your supplements. Research the brands you buy from and be honest with your doctor about whatever supplements you take, as some can in fact interfere with biomedical interventions. This has been The Nutrition Nerd. Hopefully you learned something new today, and I will catch you in the next one.